Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. So now Chris is just kissing up to Chris Hine. Everybody knows that Chris Hine, Timberwolves beat writer for the Minneapolis Star Tribune, who's a regular friend of the show, who's joining us now to talk Timberwolves basketball. Uh, Everybody knows that he is like the biggest Mariah Carey fan in the world. Like to take care of people. But every time that he's on, you don't have to play Mariah Carey. I want to take care of... What's wrong with that, though? Chris, I appreciate you coming on the show, and I look forward to chatting Timberwolves basketball with you um, throughout the season. But outside of Mariah Carey, what would you say are alternatives for bumper music for you? Um, Anything by Carole King. See, Carole King and Mariah Carey, to me, are, are on the same plane of my adoration for each of them. Um, so, you know, if you want to queue up a little Carol King, she's, I mean, Carol King has a lot of ballads and kind of mid tempo. Yeah, that's not going to work. Mariah, Mariah, Mariah has more bangers like that. Um, Carol King has, I feel the earth move. That's a banger, but Mariah has more of those up tempo bangers that are good, like bumper music like that. I mean, you're, you're a guy that has a lot of, I mean, I love your musical taste, but who in the hip hop world do you like? (laughs) Um, Kendrick, um, Childish okay. Gambino, um, okay, right. old school, old school Kanye, um, uh, Twenty One Savage a little bit as well. I, I kind of like him. Uh, a little okay. Uzi Vert. Um, so those are those are kind of my my hip hop rap artists that, right. that I like. All right, all mm-hmm. right, all Take right. Notes. Well, Take taking notes. notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, tomorrow night it all gets started with the uh, the Timberwolves season. Uh, the 2023-24 season starts in Toronto, and uh, I'm looking forward to the season. I know that you do because clearly it's your job, it's your work. But as basketball fans, we love following and covering this team. I, I guess l- let's start before we get to the specifics of what we think this season could be for the Timberwolves with the breaking news from yesterday that they got a deal done. You get an extension for Jaden McDaniels. Just your thoughts on five years, $136 million. I, I think he's absolutely worth every single cent. This is about where I think we kind of gauged it would come in. I, I think, you know, I had written back 
in you know June, July that it was probably going to be like mid twenties, probably per year was where they were going to end up at, and that's about where they ended up at on the higher end of that, like twenty seven and change per year is what it comes out to be. But when you kind of look at the type of player he is, some of the contracts for guys that are his kind of player who he compares to in the league, it's a very fair deal. Uh, you know, Devin Vassell and, and uh, Mikel Bridges a few years ago are kind of the, kind of the comps. Um, so it's not a surprise that it came out to this. You, you know, negotiations, fans always kind of, worry and that's what social media is all about and people have been worried ever since you know july 1st is a deal with Jaden going to get done you know sometimes these things take a little time they have to figure out the market Um, other deals have to be signed and then there has to be a deadline which just kind of forces people to show their cards you know um, when, when a deadline when a deadline comes you know, um, you know the last the last forty eight to twenty four hours before a deadline is when people really get down to it a lot of times, mm-hmm. and that's when things just accelerate. All right, so with new money, obviously comes more um, more expectations, more responsibility. How would you gauge his um, his reaction? Maybe in the offseason, looking back to the way that last year ended with not being available in the postseason, has he spoken to media or to you specifically about just kind of? Maybe where he was at in terms of you know coming out of that situation, being remorseful for, you know, I mean breaking his hand. You know, he 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 basically yeah, he ended yeah. his own season. Yeah, he he's addressed it a few times since then. He addressed it uh, immediately after uh, the season when they had their exit interviews. He he was available to talk about it, and uh, once or twice over the summer as well. He he spoke about it. Uh, the one time he spoke over the summer, he said he was using a meditation app to try and help him with you know, managing uh, his emotions in those moments. So that was something that was that was interesting to, to learn about. Uh, I think he said that back in maybe July. Um, so, I, you know, he's always had that kind of mean streak, very competitive streak, um, going back to his days at Washington. Well, I mean, going back to when he grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to his days at Washington, um, he drew a lot of technical fouls when he was at Washington for the for the one year. Um, you didn't really see it early on in his NBA career, but I think now that he's guarding some of these guys on a night to night basis, and you just kind of watch him throughout a game, he's not he's not afraid to like give people you know little shoves or little little pushes like away from the ref's view. You know, you could see him kind of mumbling to himself sometimes that's just kind of the fire he plays with it when you and listen when you're guarding every team's best score on a nightly basis you need to have something that that drives you that that fires you up to do that and that anger is what fuels Jaden McDaniels. Yeah. No, he's he's definitely got a mean streak. We're talking to Christopher Hine from the Minneapolis Star Tribune, covers the Minnesota Timberwolves here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830-WCCO. All right, um, tomorrow night they open in Toronto, and I think that there are a lot of people that are super optimistic for this team. And, and, and I love the fact that the Timberwolves, I believe, I feel, are flying under the radar. There are a lot of teams out there that were making moves – um, we saw big-time um, transactions that take place in terms of trades. You get Damian Lillard out of the Western Conference over into the East. You've got uh, Bradley Beal that goes to the Suns. He's actually he's not even going to play on opening night because of a back. But just do you think that enough people are paying attention to the Minnesota Timberwolves, or do you think it's a good thing that they're flying under the radar? 
I think it's probably a good thing for them um, at the start here. You know, I, I think what people are trying to figure out right now is what's going to happen in the Western Conference, right? It's a very deep conference. I, I You know, aside from the Nuggets, who everybody assumes is probably going to be the one seed again, title contender, there's no reason to think they wouldn't be. I, I Honestly, I don't know how the rest of the West is going to shake up. So I just think people are looking at the Western Conference and be like, well, Phoenix could be really good or – you know, the Lakers are running it back from a team that just went to the Western Conference Finals. You know, can the Wolves figure it out? What's going on with Memphis? Can Golden State get back to, you know, one final run? Can the Clippers finally put it all together? There's just so many question marks in in a very deep Western Conference that it's just hard to peg, like, where the Timberwolves are going to fit in all this. Like, Mm -hmm. are they a top-four team? Are they a... You know, top six team, are they going to be a play-in team again? Every Honestly, every scenario for this team is on the table for this season. I have very little feel <laughs> for, for where they're going to finish in the Western Conference. I think they can be a good regular season team. I, I think that the combination of guys who tend to play a lot, not need re- you know load management, um, you know, and if Carl can stay healthy, I, I think they're going to have guys who are going to be available on a nightly basis, and some of these other teams won't. And I think that can can really fix their place in the standings and give them a leg up, at least when it comes to the regular season seeding. Now, when we get to April, all bets are off because then it becomes about, you know, matchups and all that stuff and who's healthy at that point in time. But I do think they are well-suited to be a good regular season team. Now, whether that plays out or not, we'll see. I'll say this, Chris. It's not easy to start the year. Toronto, Miami, Atlanta, Denver, and Utah, and Boston to start the year? Like, that's that's tough sledding, man. But, hey, let's see where we're at, man, to start the season, to kick it off. You know what I mean? Well, well, that's exactly it. I mean, and last year they did better against teams that were better, (laughs) you know, and they did, you know, one of the things that hurt them last season was when they had, quote-unquote, lesser opponents, they played down to the level of the opponent, and they got burned a lot. And last year, the schedule was basically the opposite of this. They had a lot of easy opponents at the beginning of the of the schedule, and they failed, quite frankly, coming out of the gate. They lost uh, to Utah early in the season. They lost two out of three to the Spurs at that point in time, I remember. Um and there, uh, I think there was a, maybe a Charlotte loss mixed in there as well. Uh, there were a lot of early bad losses. So maybe, you know, the fact that they do have a lot of playoff teams on the, on the schedule here is going to motivate them to really have to come out, uh, you know, and not really ease into the season. All right, final thing for you, and then we'll let you go. Uh, what, what do you think is the uh, – or give me one or possibly even two storylines that you – are just super interested in as we kick off the season for the Wolves? It's, it's to me, on the offensive end of the floor is the triangle of Rudy, Carl, and Ant and how it kind of meshes together. How does Ant kind of find the room to operate and expand his game with Rudy and Carl taking up space on the floor? Um, that's number one for me. Um, at times last year, it got clogged for Ant when Rudy was on the floor. And those guys together did not have a good offensive rating. If you removed 
Rudy from the equation and just look at like Ant and Carl's offensive numbers Mm -hmm. when they were just on the floor together, they were much improved. Um, But if you threw Rudy into the equation with those numbers, they were not very good. So it's going to be, how do those three figure it out on the offensive end of the floor? Uh, On the other end of the floor, I'd say the Timberwolves have a chance to be a very good to excellent defense. Um, given some of the personnel they have, given Gobert's uh, pedigree, given Jaden McDaniels' pedigree, and some of the guys they have in the rotation. like There's not a lot of weak defenders that they're going to be trotting out on the floor. Mike Conley is an upgrade defensively over what D'Angelo Russell was giving them uh, all those years. Uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker has shown that he can come in and spell Jaden as the, as the top perimeter defender. Kyle Anderson is a solid defender coming off the bench. So there's a lot of defensive talent. Their Achilles heel on that end of the floor is rebounding. If they can improve their rebounding numbers, which were among the worst in the league last year, and they can improve some of their rebounding numbers, they have a very good, they have a very good set of personnel to operate in the half court. They just got to end possessions. And if they could end more possessions after one shot, I think they could be a very good defense over a unit that was already top 10 last year despite their rebounding issues. Yeah. Hey, Chris, man, always a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, Good luck this season, man. We'll be following everything that you uh, write and have to say about the Minnesota Timberwolves. But uh, let's get it started, man. I look forward to the season. Sounds good. I look forward to seeing you at Target Center again. All right, take care. That's Christopher Hine from the Minneapolis Star Tribune joining us here on The Lake Show. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance but hurry in these deals won't last add more joy to your journey at the hyundai getaway sales event now get zero percent apr or up to 1500 bonus cash on the hyundai tucson now during the hyundai getaway sales event offers end soon call 562-314-4603 for details Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.